Hey there, I'm Victoria, a certified Christian life coach, author, motivational speaker, and university educator, and I am obsessed with helping you navigate through life's ups and downs so that you can live day by day in God's peace despite the many external demands on your time and energy. The Choose to Think Inspirational podcast is about the delicate dance between God transforming you from the inside out and your personal responsibility for change, maturity, and refinement as a Christ follower. On the show, I'll help you connect the dots between your faith and your life in practical, meaningful ways while giving God room to do what only He can do and so that you can shine your light for Christ and be better equipped to serve your family and help others around you. You can change every area of your life one thought at a time. Welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast Brain Changer. Let's dive in. Hey there, welcome or welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast. You know, I had a little bit of fun with ChatGPT and I thought, wouldn't it be great to figure out what are 12 really limiting thoughts that you might be having around the holidays? And I'm sure that you're going to relate to some of these, but I don't want to leave you hanging. I want to add on to that, maybe a positive counter thought, a thought that you can think and energize and kind of bring to life in your brain. Remember, you're going to repeat these over and again to really change those neural pathways in your brain and give yourself a little bit of a boost or make sure that your energy is being channeled into the right direction. Because I know that during the holidays, it's especially difficult to kind of keep your head above the water, so to speak, and really do life in a way that you want to do life. The holidays are, they are busy and it is hard. So I thought I would have fun and list out the 12 thoughts of Christmas. So here's one thought. Have you thought this? Everyone else seems so happy and festive. Well, why can't my life be as perfect as theirs during the holidays? The counter thought is I am uniquely loved and valued by God. Christmas is a time to focus on his love for me not compare myself to others. Isn't that the truth? Don't we look at everybody else's decorations and what they're doing and we're like, oh, it's so easy to compare yourself to others during the holidays, but let's step back and remember that we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do and that we are his handiwork. This is about us focusing on God and how he uniquely created us. Thought number two, I can't afford to buy the gifts I want to give. This is going to be a disappointing Christmas. Material gifts don't define the true spirit of Christmas. I can express love through simple, meaningful gestures and focus on the joy of giving. Isn't that a great way to spin that and to focus on my kids say, mom, what do you want? for Christmas. And my response is your face, because that's what we all really want, isn't it? I, there's no thing that my kids can buy me. Now there are a lot of things I would love to have, like new inserts for pickleball and new court shoes. And, you know, I could go on and on new pickleball balls. And really those are just material gifts. What I really want is their faces. I want to see them. I want to spend time with them. That is what really, really gives me joy. So even though this may be a time of financial stress for you, switch your thoughts instead of what you're not able to give this year. Maybe you can't afford it. Maybe you're working within a budget. 
what you are able to give is your time and your smiles and you can show love in so many other ways that really don't cost anything. Thought number three is about loneliness. The thought might be, I don't have anyone to celebrate with. Christmas just reminds me of how alone I am. And to be sure, being alone in the holidays is is especially difficult. It's challenging. But what if you said this instead? God is always with me and his love fills the void. Christmas is an opportunity to connect with him and find comfort in his presence. That's a shift in focus, isn't it? It's off of my own self and onto God. I'm not saying it's easy, but in Deuteronomy 31.8, it says that the Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So when you're feeling discouraged over being alone, try to encourage your heart and remind yourself that God is with you and his love is going to fill that void and that emptiness that you may feel. And instead start trying to concentrate on his presence in your life and how he demonstrates his love for you. And that's where you're going to find comfort. Thought number four, has to do with overwhelming obligations. If you say, if you find yourself saying, I have so many social events and obligations, it's exhausting and I can't enjoy the holidays. Yeah, I'd like love to see your calendar and I'm sure you'd love to see mine because it's like busy. I don't just have social events and obligations, I have work, which I'm thinking you have too. But a counter thought to that would be I will prioritize what truly matters and enjoy the moments God grace allows me to find peace in the midst of busyness. When you're feeling so burdened, don't forget that Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There is rest even amidst the turmoil, even amidst the gazillion things that are on your list to do. You might want to just pick out those things that are going to bring you a lot of joy and that will kind of help to fill your tank. Hey there, holiday enthusiasts. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the Christmas chaos? We've got the perfect gift for you. Introducing the ultimate list making and survival kit, your free downloadable Christmas gift from my heart to yours. Are you ready to save time? Need some fresh ideas? Want to savor the season? If you're tired of the holiday hustle, this 44-page faith-based survival kit is your answer. Inside, you'll discover tips on time management, event prep, delicious recipes, entertainment ideas, traditions, and so much more. It's your all-in-one solution to make this Christmas truly special. And here's the best part. It's 100% free with absolutely no obligations. A simple Christmas gift for you from me. No strings ever. Merry Christmas and much love, but don't miss out. Click the link in the show notes to grab your free Christmas resource today to enjoy a stress-free season that's filled with joy. Thought number five, is this one at all of interest to you? It concerns your body image. Do you ever think, I need to look perfect for all the holiday parties. I can't indulge in any treats or I'll ruin my image. Yeah, you know, everybody wants to look so good for the Christmas parties, right? Sometimes you may be seeing family members you haven't seen in a while and you just want to come and really look your best. So maybe you're having your hair done, getting a manicure, all those kinds of things. And we can really lose focus so quickly. The positive counter thought to that is I am fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I will embrace the joy of the season without letting unrealistic beauty standards dictate my happiness. 
And you know, in Psalm 139, which is one of my favorites, verse 14, it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So maybe you and I both can take the focus off of how we look and instead put it on what's most important. Just encourage our hearts with that. Recently, I tried to do my own hair. I Have you heard that gray is an attitude? Well, I always say gray is an attitude and I don't have it. So my hair grows so fast. Are you ready to embark on a transformative journey? Get your copy of the Choose to Think 365 Day Devotional by yours truly. It's a powerful guide to renewing your mind and living your best thought life. Featuring scripture-centered devotionals endorsed by Christian songwriter Jenny Owens and applauded by Sherry White of the Messy Christian Blog who says, this is a game changer for our Christian walk. Dive into five-minute daily segments covering faith, purpose, relationships, emotional health, and physical wellness, but that's not all. Complete your journey with the Choose to Think Companion Journal. Document your reflections, share with a partner or group, and celebrate every thought-by-thought transformation that you enjoy. This is your chance to supercharge your brain and start living your best thought life today. Click the link in the show notes to peek inside and order your devotional and companion journal now. This combo makes a wonderful gift for you to do with your loved ones or in a group of friends or in your small group. Your transformation begins with a single thought. Isn't it time you choose to think? Get your copy today. And instead of scheduling an appointment with my hairstylist, I thought, you know, I'm just going to take care of this myself. And I actually loved it. But then when I went to put on highlights, it was somewhat of a train wreck. And my hair looks kind of brassy kind of orangish. Have you ever done that? You know, you feel like Bozo the Clown or something. And then I just had to pull back from that and say, okay, Lord, I don't know why this is so important to me, but I want to feel good, right? And our hair is so, for me, is so tied into how we were feeling. It's on our head, you know? And so, oh, I don't know. I can get caught up into all of that, but I had to just pull back and say, you know, even if I just have on sweatpants and a t-shirt, if I get to be with everyone I love, that's the most important thing. Nobody is scrutinizing me. Nobody is looking at my hair, my nails, my figure. Nobody is wondering whether I have a second piece of fudge or something like that. I want to take the focus off how I look and instead put it where it should be this holiday season. That's what I would encourage you to do too. We do want to be healthy. Now that's another issue for me. I don't want to be eating three pieces of fudge and stuff like that because that makes me feel really crappy for lack of a better word. I just don't want to do that to my body. But the other issue I'm discussing, the thoughts that we have is, oh, I've got to look so good for the holiday. Okay, that's fine. But why not remind ourselves that It's not about what I look like. I could come tattered and in rags and everything else and just be. Okay, and thought number six has to do with family traditions. Have you ever found yourself saying this? I dread spending time with certain family members. Christmas just brings unnecessary drama. 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 Well, a positive counter thought would be this. I will approach family gatherings with love and forgiveness, remembering that God's grace extends to all of us. I am called to be a source of peace. And I love this target verse from Ephesians 4 2. 
be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. That kind of sums it up. It really does. So when Uncle Joe comes and you're like, oh, I don't want to be around Uncle Joe. What about if you would just be so sweet and kind and listen to him talk about trains? You know, he used to be a train conductor and for years he did that. And maybe it's like boring to you and you don't want to listen to all of that and you want to go talk to somebody else. Try being just patient and gentle and encouraging to him and bear with him in love. Or maybe somebody else wants to stir up politics. Have you ever had that discussion with your family? That can get really heated and everybody's all over the place, right? We all have different viewpoints and opinions about so many things. So maybe it's better just to patiently bear those kinds of conversations in love. And instead of igniting them, adding fuel to them, just kind of let them go on and then maybe change the subject. Or, you know, I can think back as a kid, my aunts and uncles, oh my goodness, they would talk about so many different things. And as a kid, I used to love to listen to it because they were expressive and they were all over the place. You know, some of them just returned from the military. Some of my uncles, they were dressed in their uniform. Um, others were in the business world. And it was just such a varied group of individuals. And I'm sure it's that way for you with your extended family members. We're out from all over the place, different backgrounds, different jobs, different worldviews. But it was always so interesting to me. It was fascinating, really, just to kind of sit in the shadows of their conversations. I actually loved it. But then after, nobody, to my knowledge, had any bad feelings toward each other. Now, maybe they did, and I just didn't know it, but it seemed like they just loved each other through their differences and respected each other's opinions. And sometimes I think the issue is when there's a lot of sarcasm that may be floating around in the air, and sometimes that's hard to bear, and you're like, oh, I want to bite back on that one. But maybe it's better just to say, you know what? I'm just going to bear this in love. I've been extended grace. And so I'm going to also extend grace, even though there's a lot of family tension involved. That might be the better approach for something like that to just say, I'm just going to be kind and forgiving. And just because somebody else says something that's cutting or could lead to a big dramatic outburst, it doesn't mean that you have to join in. You can instead just, you know, hold your tongue or be patient with them and be loving and and let whatever it is be what it is. So anyway, okay, how about this one? Number seven, do you ever regret your past mistakes? In other words, we're coming to the end of the year. Maybe you look back at the year and you're like, I made so many mistakes this year. I don't even deserve to enjoy the holiday season. And maybe Christmas to you is not happy and sleigh bells, ringing and, you know, children laughing and, and Christmas lights everywhere and beautiful music. Maybe that's not what it is to you. Maybe you have a sense of dread about the holidays because you're in a position right now where you're consumed with maybe your mistakes. Maybe they could be even sinful mistakes where you've missed the mark and maybe you're not walking with the Lord. It could be so many things, but your focus is really on the past and on your mistakes. Maybe you and your family had a financial fallout. Maybe you've had such 
devastation as a result of some of the decisions that you've made. And then you have to come together with family. It's like, oh, I don't even deserve to enjoy this season because of all of that. But what about this thought instead, which is true? Through Christ, I am forgiven and offered a fresh start. I will learn from my mistakes and focus on the positive changes I can make moving forward. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So you don't have to walk under a blanket of shame or regret, really. You can instead say, okay, I've made mistakes, whether they were wayward or just otherwise simple human error. That's done. What's done is done. And I can enjoy this season because this season is about God and the redemptive work that he's done for me and the fact that he forgives my sin. So that's a better focus. That's a healthier focus for you. Number eight right now. What about FOMO? Do you know what FOMO is? The fear of missing out. Are you looking around? This is kind of like comparing yourself in a way, but everyone else seems to be having a better time than I am. I'm missing out on the real Christmas experience. Have you ever thought that? People are going to parties. Their houses look so nice. Cars are always parked over at their house and their front door's a floodgate. Everyone's coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out all the time. And you're just over here like, okay, you know, poor me. Here I am sitting around, not doing anything, no place to go. I'm not drinking hot chocolate and roasting chestnuts by the fire, all those sorts of things. I can struggle actually with fear of missing out. I don't know that I've ever struggled with it in terms of Christmas. Someone's having a party and you don't get invited. Now that would probably ruffle my feathers a little bit, especially if it were a group of close friends and I kind of missed the invite or something. I would have to maybe process that, but why not focus instead on the fact that God has a unique plan for your life? And you can find joy in his purpose for you. Comparing your experiences to others diminishes the blessings that he has in store. So focus on that Jeremiah verse, which is really written to, written to the Hebrew children, but we often use it. And it's for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And I think what we're focusing on there is the hope. Everyone else may be doing certain things, but God has something unique, you know, with you, uniquely involved with you and uniquely in mind with you. So try to sit back. And I always say when I'm feeling like I'm missing out, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make my own fun. Why don't I just make my own fun? If everyone else seems to be having such a good time, then why don't I find a few people who aren't in that group and make my own fun? And that's always been something positive that, that I can do that's very, very helpful to me. Okay, so Grinchy thought number nine deals with the pressure to impress. Have you ever said, I have to make everything perfect, the decorations, the meal, the gifts? What if people are disappointed? Positive counterthought. I will focus on creating a welcoming and loving atmosphere. God values authenticity and the love shared among people more than perfection. I love this Bible verse from 1 Samuel 16, 7, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height for I've rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Now that was in reference to David, right? But my goodness, I fight that pressure, whatever it is to want to make things just, just perfect and really, you know what, what if the, there are dishes in the sink? What if I didn't get to vacuum the living room? 
What if someone sees dust on the shelf? Who cares? Who cares? Why do we hold ourselves to such high standards that are absolutely ridiculous? We miss what's most important. We focus on the minors and miss the majors. And I don't want to be that way because I like things to be perfect. I like I like everything to be, you know, the turkey to be so juicy and tender and good. I don't want an old dried out turkey to serve. I want the table to be lit with candles and to be such an inviting and warm and festive atmosphere. But truly, what's a better effort and energy to be spent on my, you know, emotional energy, my thought focus, my mind, my attitude would be, Lord, fill this home with your life your light, your love, your freedom, your unity, your forgiveness. Fill every nook and cranny of my home with you and with your spirit. And I also pray, Lord, when people enter my home, help them to sense a whole new atmosphere. When they walk through the threshold of my door, everything shifts, everything changes. May it be such an imposition on their heart of love and warmth and welcomeness. That's the spirit that I want. I want there to be light here, light from God. And I think that when we focus in that way, that everything else kind of fades, doesn't it? When we have a home that is filled with God, his spirit, his love, his light, and truly that's filled with life, and we're making sure that all those unclean spirits, you know, they're checked at the door. We don't want them. We don't want them in our house. We don't want them even to slip in. So we stand guard against that and we pray they're beamed into a new existence. They walk through your door of your home and they're beamed into something new. That's what I want to focus on. That's what's the most important thing. It's not all the perfect decorations and my house smells like pine cones. That's wonderful, but that's not the most important thing. So ditch the thought that involves any kind of pressure to impress others. Thought number 10, Grinchy thought is seasonal affective disorder, sad thoughts. Now, before I get into this, I think, you know, that's a real thing. And I think that people have lights. I saw on Facebook, a few of my friends are saying, oh, I've got my light up. It'll be up through November or through March because it's, they, they need that. They're impacted by the cloudiness, depending on where you live. There's no, there's lack of sunshine and, So that impacts their emotions and their feelings and all of that. Of course, we've got to get a lot of vitamin D, right? Maybe take supplements there. Most of us need them, especially in Kentucky. If the lack of sunlight and colder weather are making you feel more depressed during the holidays, if you keep telling yourself that, then that's probably going to be what your reality is. Because the more you say those things, the more your brain will notice those things. So what if you said this? I trust that God's light and love shine even in the darkest times. I will seek his presence and stay connected with supportive friends and family. And all of that can bring warmth to my heart. A little bit of of a spin on semantics there, but maybe that would be a better focus for you, especially if you struggle with so many overwhelmingly sad thoughts. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to be depressed this holiday like I am every holiday because I have to deal with that seasonal affective disorder. Sad. And those are the thoughts that go with it. You know, the Bible verse, if you want to keep going with this light analogy, it says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. John 1, 5. And that is a true life-giving thought. Make that a reflection of the light that you want and the light that you need. And we're talking about spiritual light here. 
but the light is shining and can shine in the darkness. And so can you, you can have light even when it's dark outside. That's kind of what this is saying. And Grinchy thought number 11 deals with unrealistic expectations. What if you've said, I expected this Christmas to be magical, but it's just another ordinary disappointing day. Well, okay. Christmas is magical in its own right, isn't it? When we have the right focus, because a positive thought or counter thought would be Christmas is a celebration of God's love entering the world. I will embrace the simplicity of the season and find joy in the true meaning of Christmas. Don't you hear of people always grappling for what is the true meaning of Christmas? If we think it's all about the gifts under the tree, we've really missed it. If we think it's about the pudding and the pie, we've really missed it. So we want to have realistic expectations and have our thoughts and our mind focused on what's most important. Isn't that a resounding message in this episode? Are your thoughts focused in honing in on what's most important? Are your thoughts focused on God's truth and the central messages at hand? If they're not, you may find yourself on a bit of a train wreck, stagnant or spinning your wheels or kind of going nowhere and a little bit down and depressed. Many people I've heard, they're like, ah, Christmas is such a depressing season. And that's kind of what this one is saying. If you're just expecting it to be, you know, really, it's supposed to be magical, but no, it's just some other disappointing day of the year. Well, that's going to drive your emotions and your attitudes and your behavior. So remember, you think a thought and then your thoughts become emotions and they become ultimately attitudes and behavior. So be careful with your thoughts. That's really what this podcast is all about, right? And especially at Christmas, we have so many grinchy thoughts that we need to round up and take captive and then replace them with God's life-giving and light-bringing kinds of thoughts. You know, being that Christmas is a celebration of God's love for you, a good Bible verse to remember is that Mary gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. Look at those expectations. What do you think Mary was expecting during that time? She's about to deliver a baby, and there's no place for her to go. She could certainly say, my goodness, this is not what I expected in delivering my firstborn. Her first baby was wrapped around all kinds of controversy and negative feelings, negative thoughts, cultural expectations even that were hard for her to meet, right? There were expectations about her as a young woman. For her, instead, she needed to pull back and indeed she did and encourage her heart with, wait a minute, I'm giving birth to the king of all kings. And that is an astounding thought. So you too can pull back and just say, no, it's not any other ordinary disappointing day. Christmas is celebrating the birth of Jesus. That's the true meaning. And that's where your brain is better off focusing. And finally, the last one is regret over the past year. Now we talked about regret over the mistakes that you've made, making it impossible for you to enjoy the season and enjoy the holidays. But this is a little bit different. Maybe you didn't achieve all your goals this year. Maybe as you look ahead, you're thinking, oh my goodness, this upcoming year, it feels even more daunting than ever. And it certainly doesn't feel very hopeful. And if that's you, as you close out 2023, maybe you can encourage your heart with God's mercies are new every morning. And as you reflect on the past year, 
Maybe you can choose to focus on God's grace, learn from your experiences, and trust in the guy in his guidance for the future. In Lamentations 3, it says that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is God's faithfulness. So that's about 12 Grinchy thoughts that you might be having and 12 counter thoughts that you can engage instead. And I, I know that you probably found yourself somewhere in one of these thoughts. So I would encourage you to just be mindful of those. You know, I don't have to repeat all the positive thoughts every day because I'm at a point in my thought life career that I can easily recognize a thought that's going to lead me astray and into a no good place. And I can back up, push back against that really quickly and say, nope, I'm not going there. And then find the appropriate replacement thought. It can be especially difficult to do that, that whole process, the seven R's for reforming or changing your life, taking back your thoughts, changing your thought life. That can be especially difficult when you're busy, when you're tired, you're weary, and during the holiday season when the expectations can be really high and maybe the demands on your time are very great. So please just pull back the curtain here and realize that this holiday season, I'm praying that you have a renewed spirit. Christmas is not just a celebration of tradition and festivities. It can be, of course, but it's a time to embrace the love and grace of God. And that's keeping what's important, the most important thing, and at the forefront of your thoughts, your attitudes, your emotions, and your behavior. If we can just hang on to that this Christmas. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us also on Spotify and make a favorite. As we're coming up to Christmas, I hope that you have a real blessed and joy-filled next several days and that you are just filled with the peace of Christ. All right. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. And listen, if you like what you hear, would you leave us a one to two sentence review at Apple Podcasts, share the link with a friend, or tag me on your share on social media? It would mean the world to me and would help us to keep shining the light of Christ and sharing the good news to others who are in need of encouragement. Please visit us on our website at choosetothink.co. That's with the number two, choosetothink.co, to get on our monthly newsletter list. And if you need a guest speaker for your next women's retreat or church event, I'm your gal. Email me at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's with the number two, choose to think at gmail.com. Finally, I offer limited free mentoring sessions each month where you and I can chat to help you develop a strategy for your thoughts in any area of your life. I'm a certified life coach and I have something to share. Visit choose to think.co and click on mentoring for more details. Also, keep in mind that the messages on this show are for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your medical doctor for for all medical issues. Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you.